Happy Pips Healthy Chat, it's Pips Chat. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I am Arisha. And I am Nikki and welcome to the fifth episode of this season's Pips Chat show. Okay, so for today's episode, our topic is Thoughtful Trip, Budget Trip, where our guests will share tips and tricks on having a budget trip to your dream vacation. Basically, anything about traveling. Alright, so you know what, Arisha, without any more delay, why don't we just straight away introduce our guest for tonight. So let's welcome Mr. Paroy or Dr. Paroy. Welcome, Mr. Roy. Hi. How are you doing, Dr. Roy? I'm doing good. I'm I'm well. That's good. How about you guys? Oh, I'm doing doing great. Especially with you here, we feel very honored to have you in our show tonight. So, um, Dr. Roy, if you don't mind, could you please, you know, introduce yourself a bit for our viewers out there? Right. I'm uh, Paul Roy. Uh, I am a doctor. I work as a medical officer in in KKM. And currently, I'm doing my master's in family medicine. Actually, I've done this. This is my final week. And I also uh, travel everywhere. Uh, as I can, and I write blogs and I share in my social media platforms uh, called The Roy Travels and on Instagram and Facebook. And also, I have a blog page. So, basically, I'm a travel blogger as well. That's very interesting. Bloggers. Yeah, very amazing to know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Studying so, masters and a travel blogger, very amazing. Wow. Yeah, very inspiring because you know, I'm studying as well, but. I cannot travel anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a challenge to balance up between both, but you know, sometimes things get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. So yeah. Before I proceed with the interview, number one, I want to tell to you guys do not forget to give tonight's episode a big thumbs up. And number two, I just want to remind the viewers out there that if you have any questions for our guest tonight, feel free to type it out in the chat section. And if you have enough time, inshallah, we will have Dr. Roy answer your questions. Okay? All right. So with that being said, Arisha, why not we dive right into our questions for tonight for Dr. Roy, shall we? Let's go. So are you ready, Dr. Roy? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. So the first question is like, it's a more of a three-in-one kind of question. So firstly, like, since when have you became a budget traveler? Which country have you been to? And also, like, what do you feel when you remember the experience of traveling? All right. So uh, budget travel is basically a cost-conscious travel. That means you, you have a, a, a budget for hotel booking, accommodation, and uh, flights. And, and therefore, I think everyone has this issue of budget when we think about traveling, right? So I had the same doubt with myself. So when I was undergraduate, it was a bit difficult for me to travel. Yes, I did some local traveling. and But overseas, I only traveled after uh, I graduated. And, and I started with budget traveling as well. Uh, we, I tried to I customize itinerary myself, and mm-hmm. which, is, which was about 2013 or 14. And since then, until now, I've traveled now to 23 countries. And, and now I do a bit of mixture. Like I do uh, mix with a bit of uh, expensive traveling with budget traveling, which you will learn along the way. How can you do it? It's possible, actually. But you can, all you have to do is to just start traveling 
even with a minimum budget and uh, but your questions how do about your question on how do i feel actually uh, initially you do feel a bit proud you no know, checking all the bucket list but you will realize <laughs> yeah. as you travel you will feel a bit uh, it's more like a mature traveling you feel more contented mm. because uh, you get to experience uh, yourself you yourself and also you get to appreciate the culture and and people from different walks of life it's really interesting and also you will feel much blessed that um, this is an opportunity for you to actually reflect how thankful you are because not every country is like how you see on on social media when you see the reality you feel that oh you are actually much blessed in your home country so i take travel traveling experience as a daily as a learning experience as well Mm -hmm. that's, very interesting. So that's yeah, that's very amazing. So, uh, Doctor Roy, um, so you've been traveling to like twenty three countries. So, do you travel alone or with your friends? If then, uh, how do you handle the planning and coordination for your trips? All right. So there are some uh, that I travel with my friends, uh, some with my uh, some solo, and a few with my mom actually. So uh, usually I. What you need to do is actually you uh, need to uh, identify what kind of trip that you want to do, and at least you should have a rough, a rough idea in your mind. That, for example, you want to do hiking, or you want to go to a country just to appreciate the sea and the sun, and uh, or do you want to just experience the season like winter, and then uh, which country that suits your budget, and then. You need a lead person to do the booking. So at least you start one person do the booking for the uh, flights, for example, and then mm -hmm. rest of the trip you can uh, organize subsequently. And then it depends. If you are confident to do it all by yourself, usually what I'll do is I'll I'll plan the whole trip, and then I'll share it with my friends, ask their opinion. And if you're not confident, then you can divide. Okay, after booking the flight, for example, you want to go Bangkok. Okay, after booking the flights mm -hmm. for. Three person, maybe the other, you you divide the duties. Like, okay, you do the uh, research on on accommodation. Okay, you find what are the places that we can visit, or what are the activities that we can do, and another person about the transportation. What are we going to do around? And sometimes, actually, I do compare with travel agents. Uh, there's a benefit there. Uh, sometimes you do get something that is cheaper, and you find it okay, it's safe because they are going to bring you everywhere. And sometimes what I do is I get the itinerary and then it's like I get the main points from there and then I planned it myself. So this oh. is how I get things done actually for my travel. Oh, all right. So like, can you tell us briefly the pros and cons of traveling alone and also traveling like with your friends very briefly? All right. I think basically if you're traveling alone, uh, it's, it's more like mm -hmm. a self-discover process because you actually learn about your yes. strength and your weaknesses you will know that okay if you're an introvert you learn you learn that it's a bit difficult for me to communicate and if if you are outgoing you know that what are your limitations and and mm -hmm. so basically you discover so much about yourself when you travel solo but the cons mm -hmm. is actually uh, sometimes it can be a bit you know uh, you can feel a bit lonely especially for beginners uh -huh. and also uh, those who like to, extroverts or those who like to chat and talk a lot actually you will kind of feel a bit no, you have no partner to talk to throughout the journey. Um, and if you're an Instagrammer, I think taking pictures will be a problem as well. So, uh, so right. of course, I, that, this is opposite to the cons that I mentioned for solo travel. But I think one of the mm -hmm. good part of traveling in a group is uh, the strengthening the bond. I think that is, that is much uh, 
that is the biggest plus point to me because if you travel with your family, I think that will be a memorable trip, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So you know what, Doctor Roy, we have way more questions, honestly. Right, sure. But I think I think why not we take a break before we ask you know um, more about how to plan for trips and so on. So sure. if you guys want to know more about how to plan trips, stay tuned only on Peace Chat by IIMTV. Happy Pips Healthy Chat. Welcome back to Pips Chat, everyone, where we have a special guest to discuss the topic, thoughtful trip, budget trip. Let's welcome back Dr. Roy. Hello. <laughs> okay, Dr. Roy. So uh, let's continue from the, from the commercial break. The question I'm going to ask you is, um, you know, sometimes when you go travel for a very long time, you have like maybe emotions some kind of emotions or homesick so how do you control those emotions or culture shock when you travel to different countries and how do you adapt with the differences in terms of culture currency etc all right i think the most important thing is to go with the right expectation because i from my experience i notice sometimes when you travel with your friends they do they do not do any uh, background reading and then they are they might be disappointed with the travel destination maybe they tend to compare with their previous travel experience like when they will go to europe and then when you go to india your expectation should be totally different you can't expect the same thing so anticipate changes so do some reading read about the place that you're going to go the people what are their sensitivities this will make your trip interesting and you will know exactly what to expect and what kind of changes that you may experience 
And during the trip, I think one of the way to cope is to share about the experience along the way. I think now we have WhatsApp groups and and we are True. very much connected through social media and internet. Yes. So keep sharing with your friends what the interesting things that you get along the way. Another way, another thing that I do during my solo travel is to to take you know when you are waiting in an airport or or train station, I do start writing reviews for the places that I've already visited. So actually, yeah. that occupies my time, and then or you write mm -hmm. some points about your experiences, and then when you go back home, you can write the you know the full blog on your entire trip. Mm. Mm. All right, very, so Doctor Roy, mm -hmm. as a new traveler, what would you say are the you know initial steps we need to take in planning the itinerary? All right, like I mentioned just now, it, uh, first decide a place. So if you have for two or three friends in your trip, decide a place mm -hmm. to go. Roughly, maybe, okay, at least I want to visit a country in Southeast Asia, maybe uh, mm -hmm. uh, Thailand or Vietnam. And then when mm -hmm. you see any promotion, uh, roughly decide when you can take leaves or when is your leaves, and then you book, mm -hmm. book the flights, at least about four or five days. And then you plan your sub your remaining of the trip then you can do the uh, planning subsequently so mm -hmm. booking planning on the, deciding on the place i think that one is uh, depends on several factors like whether it's affordable whether it's uh, mm -hmm. the country is with is with a low uh, low cost of living a uh, personal interest if someone would likes to do city tour i think uh, it's not uh, ideal for you to book a, yeah, like for example Maldives, because the person you already know that your travel partner prefers city tour, so that kind of thing, mm -hmm. and and also a good public transportation for beginners, I think it's quite important if you're planning a backpacking trip, choose a country that has a good public transportation, and so that uh, you would not you are you're not uh, you won't have that fear of getting lost, and then mm -hmm. subsequently uh, you can plan the other things you uh, for to look for the places that you can visit in a country. Try to search mm -hmm. in Google things to do. So, example, Bangkok. Um, you just click. You just search things to do in Bangkok, and all the important, the major landmarks will appear, like what Arun, yeah, like the trip advisors and all, right? Yeah. yeah. Then you get to then you choose the accommodation, finalize the accommodation. Mm -hmm. You can use Agoda.com or Booking.com, mm -hmm. Traveloka. Mm -hmm. If you are a bit, uh, you are constantly worried about the destination or the duration that you're going to go to. Choose one major landmark and try to find a, a, a hotel nearby to that major landmark. I and see. perhaps you can set your budget like you know two star to three star. They have they have that column to, for you to set, and then you do the booking mm -hmm. for your hotels. And then uh, if you have extra time or you want to make your trip more interesting, then you can go searching in you know blog. You can read bloggers' uh, opinion or the experience in the, in the place, or you can hashtag and search in Instagram like Bangkok mm -hmm. or Bangkok Gram, that kind of thing. And you can see all those top posts of the major uh, travel travel spots. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I think uh, flight is the most important thing, like going there first rather than thinking about what you want to do. Going yeah, there yeah. first is very important, like accommodation, transport, right? Yes, um, because I actually I have friends who like, uh, like for me, I will just book, like I have friends who are like 50-50, but when you once I make the booking for the flights, they all will work hard for the trip. So yeah, usually they have to hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Doctor Roy, um, since you already like share the tips, like go to Apple, go check uh, the Google and such. So, what are the websites or people you use or you usually follow uh, for research or inspiration when planning a trip? Like, 
and do you have any recommendation for new travelers Oh, yes, yes. you have a few. Like in terms of reading, general reading about the place and getting uh, inspiration, I would suggest uh, Lonely Planet, uh, Unilag Adventure, and World of Nomads. Uh, these uh, these uh, travel pages actually they describe quite in detail about the place and they come up with nice photos of the place. It may be deceiving, but you want to get inspired, right? So I think that yeah. is, mm -hmm. these pages are quite good. And then uh, mm -hmm. in terms of tips from bloggers, uh, I have a few on Instagram, like uh, Travel Tom Tom, uh, Nomadic Matt. Mm -hmm. If you can't get, maybe we can, uh, I can chat, put it in the chat box later. And and yes. and, and Marina Comets. So uh, these travel mm -hmm. bloggers, actually, they do share their experience along the way in their uh, Insta stories. So you actually get to see the real travel experiences rather than mm -hmm. just pictures. And in terms yeah. of local pages, I also have some for local pages because traveling doesn't mean that uh, MCO actually had taught me that traveling is not just about overseas countries. We have so many places to visit in Malaysia. So uh, places mm -hmm. Malaysia, Malaysia Tuli Asia, Gaia Travel, KL Foodie. Mm -hmm. These are some of the pages that you can. Yes. In terms I of I know KL Foodie by heart. <laughs> KL Foodie, yeah, I follow that too. <laughs> In terms of booking, there are some pages that you can uh, look for, like Cook Travel, K-L-O-O-K, -O -O have you heard of it? And Agoda.com, Booking.com, Traveloka, for Europe, Vieta.com. They are actually uh, part of TripAdvisor. Any package, mm -hmm. like for example, you have booked Italy, but you don't know where to go. You maybe uh, you can mm -hmm. outline the, the cities like Rome, mm -hmm. uh, Milan, and then from there, you just go to Vieta.com and you click Rome. And then you'll get like mm -hmm. a day trip to Colosseum, a day trip, a city tour trip, that kind of things. And you can take like individual packages instead of the whole uh, uh, package. And mm. also another tip is to go to the particular uh, pages of Instagram. Like, for example, you want to go to a particular hotel, you can go directly to their Instagram to see any promotion. And then you go to their direct uh, pages on based on their LinkedIn bio and you book from there. Mm. All right. So, uh, you know what, like based on those, things that you said, what do you think is the simplest method, you know, for travelers to save money? I think one of the ways is to join in membership programs. Many travel uh, companies actually do have their membership program and also for a uh, frequent flyer program, which is collecting air miles. So it uh, doesn't matter, even if you're not a, 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 a travel holic, you can just register first. Most of it are free of charge. For example, Air Asia, mm -hmm. they have big loyalty program. Actually, I've traveled a lot for uh, by this uh, frequent flyer program. I traveled mm -hmm. to uh, Beijing for only twenty ringgit to and fro, because mm -hmm. I used all my points from the uh, from Air Asia peak. So once you travel, mm -hmm. and then you get you will learn how to save the, the more points. Like for example, from your booking, from any other. Uh, membership program that you can convert the points and there you will you will find some ways to accumulate the points and mm -hmm. another way is to another thing is to save money basically you if you're, if you're a student especially set a, a like or have a travel piggy bank and set a goal like you need to save okay at least one thousand mm -hmm. ringgit first and then you cut mm -hmm. and then you work towards it like cut cut short like uh, avoid going to expensive uh, cafes and, and I see. yeah for time being you just do oh, that because you want to achieve your travel goal right? Mm -hmm. yes all right okay yes. doctor so before we further discuss the topic about this thoughtful trip budget trip uh why don't we take another break we will be back only right. on pips chat by iim tv
Happy Peeps, healthy chat. Welcome back to the fifth episode of this season's Peeps Chat. So if you guys don't know yet, tonight's topic is actually thoughtful trip, budget trip. So where we have a special guest to discuss that particular topic. So we have Dr. Roy. Welcome back, Dr. Roy, to the show. Hello. All right. So without any more delay, let's just dive right into the questions, shall we? Sure. So uh, my question is, is there any best time to travel or does it depend on the place that you are planning to go to? Uh, actually, it depends on your location and also any particular uh, uh, activities that you want to do or any particular thing that you want to see. So it depends on that. I cannot say based on my preference that, okay, December is the best season to travel. And it depends mm -hmm. on the location because different countries have different seasons. And what True. do you want to see from that? From that. So, for example, if you want to, like countries, rainforest countries like Malaysia, South Asia, no problem. You can visit throughout the year. But also you still have to check whether that it is a rainy season or not. Because we know that sometimes, you know, the whole week may be raining and you want to hike. You can't do it. So go to Google and search weather, weather in, for example, in Kuala Lumpur. So you want to know whether it's a rainy season on that, on that particular week. And then in terms of destination, if you're going to a country, check the season. And what I meant by if you want to look into something specific, just for example, if you want to see tulips in Netherlands, you have to go during spring. You can't be booking uh, in November or December. You have to book spring, which is in Europe around March to May. And for example, you want to see lavender in France. Mm -hmm. It has to be around summer season, if I'm not mistaken. And autumn, if you want to just see the, the leaves falling down, so that is to be autumn, right? So which is around yes. August and August to November. So it all depends on your on your choice and, and which what kind of season you want to see. And like even winter, some actually do not prefer because the daytime is short and, and you, you are worried oh, yeah. of extreme cold weather. You might be an asthmatic. But for another person, their, their lifetime dream is to see Christmas in London, for example. So then you have to go to it during December, right? 
True. Everything you said sounds very magical. Just seeing <laughs> lavenders <laughs> in Paris and seeing tulips True. in Netherlands and Christmas in London. Oh. So here in Malaysia, I only see hibiscus. <laughs> but, I, but I still love things in Malaysia. I know you, the, the the greenery and and the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> okay. Uh, so basically, like we have to do a bit of research on what we want to actually see. If you if you want to see the autumn or winter, basically four yeah. seasons, we have to know when it's gonna be right, yeah. Doctor. Yes, exactly. Because we are so lucky that the information is in the tip of our fingers. Anything yeah. you can go in Google search, do some homework and reading. I see. So, um, you know, um, me and Nikki are women. So, do you have any opinion on women as solo traveler? Do you think it's is it risky or you know it's okay to go traveling alone? Actually, I would encourage because of the benefits that I mentioned from solo traveling. But then it depends on the location. Like some countries, uh, it's the fact that we know that uh, it is known for scams, travel scams. So you have mm-hmm. women, you know, they are they are a bit worried, they are scared, and and they have tendency to to you know to be to be panicky. So uh, it's their nature, mm-hmm. right? So um, yeah. in in that way, I I would not encourage to visit those countries. So actually, um, I would not list the countries here because you still have some nice things to see in that country. But then uh, for solo traveling, you just check on the place whether any, just Google search about travel scams, like for example, in Paris, and then you will know what, there are several travel scams, like, you know, some they may be just looking like a cop asking for your ID. So in that way, I, I, I would not encourage. But another thing that women can do is to go solo travel to start within Malaysia first, like a solo trip to Langkawi, mm. for example. So you know that, you know, uh, you have contacts, you, you are quite familiar with local people, once you have gained that confidence, then you can start to overseas. Traveling and then you overseas. maybe you can go for city tour first, like Singapore, Sydney, countries mm-hmm. like that. And once you are like a kind of like an, a pro, then you can go all out, right? I see. Oh, wow. wow. That's a very great. nice trip. Yeah, great advice. Yeah, for yeah us I women think I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah, great advice. Go I for it, Alicia. <laughs> all right. So, um, Dr. Roy. Uh, can you suggest like which countries are affordable for um, what about me like new travelers to right. visit? Uh, actually, uh, budget also depends. The term is quite broad. Mm-hmm. Budget to one person mm-hmm. may not be budget to another, but uh, uh, this still de- depends on what kind of activities you want to do. The mm-hmm. easiest thing is to do uh, to choose a country that you do not have to pay so much for any activities or entrance fees. For example, visiting parks, beaches, so that you do not really spend. So I have a mm-hmm. few from actually Southeast Asia. You can try with Thailand, Vietnam, Myanmar, Cambodia. Cambodia, you can, you can have a look at uh, uh, Angkor Wat. And Myanmar, mm-hmm. you have so many historical places. Of course, you do spend for, yeah. for the traveling within the country. But once you're in the location, most of the places are free of charge. You can just go and have a look. And, yeah, and Oriental country, Korea is quite affordable compared to Japan and, and, and China. And South Asia, you can try with Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka is actually quite a safe country and, and quite affordable. I see. So, um, yeah, I think like if we want to go for a budget, 
are friendly. I think we can go to like free entrance, right, Doctor? Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, since you told us about all of those tips, is there any additional tips for new travelers to plan and budgeting for their trip? Right. I would always say that do your homework because I have a lot of people because since I start sharing a lot of uh, travel stories, I actually mm -hmm. I am open to share uh, to, to share all my travel stories. But the thing is, I realize that people actually just uh, ask me a very general question. Uh, for example, I'm going to Singapore. What to do in Singapore? So maybe I can list uh, uh, 50 places, but it may not be uh, matching your your preference. Right. So do I some see. reading, Google search get to know a few web pages travel pages and and bloggers read about it when you're free when you're free time and then uh, ask opinion then you can approach actually some of the famous travel bloggers also if you're actually if you are quite responsive to their uh, to their page actually they do reply to their to the to the dms even they might be having hundreds of thousands of followers you can still communicate and that would be an inspiration for you to travel more and then, like I said, uh, join in membership programs. You do not have to book expensive things. Just join, register for free, like Agoda, Traveloka, big membership. Just register. And once you have started earning points, you will feel uh, motivated to travel more. Oh, points. Yeah, I think that's like the best thing you, can, you could get. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, Dr. Roy, since you said that before about um, scam, is there any travel scam that travelers should be worried of? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, travel scams is basically uh, random people uh, trying to swindle your money from, uh, from, swindle money from travelers. So, uh, they, are, they are quite smart because they actually know that how you, uh, they know that uh, you, are, you might be quite alert. So, what they do is they come in a very casual form. They might be in, uh, a, looking norm, like a normal person or they might be coming in, in cops uniform. So, uh, the best thing is if you're not confident or if you feel something is suspicious, avoid. Avoid eye, eye contact. And in some countries, like I said, when you do your Google search, when you do your homework, you will actually discover that a lot of people have written about what are the travel scams uh, common in the country. Like in, in Paris, if this is quite common. They like, they like to come like uh, uh, asking for donation and there'll be another two or three standing beside, behind you just to pickpocket. So the easy thing is avoid eye contact. Don't keep your wallets in your back pockets. So you will know roughly what to do. And, and another thing is to always uh, keep... Uh, the number of the local our local embassy in the country that you're visiting so in case your passport gets missing or something happened you need help you can actually contact them and they will direct you to they will help you to sort out the issue there so do not get panic first and and seek their help i see wow very interesting topic um nikki i cannot hear you nikki oh okay i'm sorry <laughs> i can right, be good, so... good now Mm -mm. Okay, uh, that was actually a very helpful tip Nikki, right? to share. Wait, you still cannot hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. I can't hear actually. Oh, oh no. Uh, I can hear you, Nikki, actually. Yeah, then maybe you ask the YouTube right. question for <laughs> okay. Dr. Roy. So, alright, so in the beginning, I... Ask the audience to type any questions uh, they have for you, Dr. Roy. So I see something very interesting, like a very interesting questions from uh, one Aisha here. All right. 
She asked, what do you think would be the best country to travel when the border reopens? Uh, like I said, it depends on your preference. If you have like a country, but uh, right now with, with this uh, COVID situation, I would suggest to go somewhere nearby because in case you have, uh, you have, you have COVID in the country that you visit, it may be easy for you to, to deal with the uh, local people, local uh, authorities. And for now, I think we have, they are opening uh, Singapore borders, right, next week. So I think uh, yeah. Singapore would be a good choice, actually. And many people think that Singapore is expensive. Yes, it is. But you can go to a lot of places that are free of charge. They have many there. So maybe Singapore. Oh, yeah. Because okay. it's here, some more. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. Nikki. All right, so Dr. can you still not hear me? No. I can't hear, sadly, okay. I can't hear Nikki. Okay, but it's okay. Um, I guess that is actually the end of the show, everyone. Before we end the show, um, I want to ask Dr. Powell if he has any last words, but maybe Arisha can ask that oh, to okay, Dr. Okay, Powell okay, for sure. me. <laughs> All right, so Dr. Uh, Dr. Roy, do you yeah. have any last words uh, for the viewers before we end the show? So maybe you want to promote your social media or anything. Now is the time. All right, uh, because uh, traveling is interesting. And, and I think uh, it's, if I describe everything about traveling, I think it, it, it will not, this time would not be enough. So go book a trip. I know it's MCO. Maybe you can at least book a local trip. Go for go to a destination and enjoy. Get yourself the experience. Get to experience it by yourself, and then start sharing it. Because a lot of people are actually they they have very low self esteem of sharing their travel experiences. Actually, you can start sharing because you are basically teaching to travel to another person, and they may you might inspire them, and they might inspire you in return. And uh, like they you know they say that uh, travel leaves you speechless, but when you return, you become a storyteller. So it's very true. When you travel, you doubt yourself. But when you come back, you have so much of stories to tell about your your trip. And if you have any questions about traveling, uh, since to, uh, due to the limited time, you can actually uh, drop by to my Instagram account, The Roy Travels, and you can drop any questions. I usually spend time replying every uh, direct messages. And I also have a travel uh, blog. Currently, a little bit not active because for the past few months, I had exams and thesis writing, but I will start back writing my travel stories. So it's also called The Roy Travels. Roy Travels. Ooh, All right, Doctor. Okay. I will definitely follow you and ask you a lot more questions to you. Thank you very <laughs> and much. Yeah. to audience out there, please follow Do uh, Dr. Roy to, you know, to know more of the amazing tricks, tricks and tips for traveling, especially for budget travel, right? Sure. Okay. Sure. Before we, uh, thank you so much, Dr. Roy, for sparing your precious time and agreeing to join our humble show and sharing how you plan for a trip, the tips and tricks to a budget-friendly traveling. You're and, welcome. It's my pleasure. <laughs> and thank you and to all to the both viewers of you all. out there. You have made me very comfortable with the conversation, Arisha and Nikki. Oh, first <laughs> of you. <laughs> All right. So again, thank you again to all the viewers out there for tuning in to tonight's episode of Peeps Chat, where we um, learned a lot of stuff about traveling. Yes. So before we end the show, do not forget to give tonight's episode a big thumbs up and don't forget to catch us 
live every Thursday at 9pm on RIUM TV's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Also, wait, Arisha, before we yeah. end the show, there's actually one more question we missed la, from YouTube. Oh my god, let's, so, let's ask. Oh my god, okay, so again? there's a question by Dr. Roshan, uh, by Eric Roshan, he asked, <laughs> Doctor, how do you manage your time with work, studies, and also traveling at the same time? Ooh, All right, actually, this is a very good question. Uh, mm -hmm. It's all your willpower and your motivation. Because uh, I understand that it's not easy to it's not easy to balance between work, studies, and traveling. It has been a mm -hmm. crazy journey for me, especially this past four years. But it's still doable. You just have to set your mind, uh, have a timeline for your work. For example, you have some assignment to do, uh, mm -hmm. get it done first. And also, I usually what I do is I I usually book a trip after something uh, a task that I have. For example, if I have exam, I book a trip after mm -hmm. the exam because that will be like a motivation for me to complete my work and definitely you will work for both of it. You will plan for the trip and also you will do your uh, planning for the, you will uh, complete your assignment. And um, definitely budget is a thing also, but for me, I'm blessed that uh, I'm able to uh, accommodate my budget. So uh, mm -hmm. it is doable, it's doable. Um, it's just, you just need to have that willpower. All right, yeah, but doctor, I have yeah. one last question before we close the sure. um, show. So what country would you travel to first after, um, you know, after the border reopens and why? Uh, what was the question? Uh, Arisha? Because I can't hear Nikki. Oh, oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought you can hear her. Alright, so she asked you uh, if you have any country you want to go uh, if the border reopens or you can go to the country to go. Which uh, country? Would yeah, which you country you want to go? Uh, I want which to go country Turkey. you want to go? Uh, Turkey. Because oh, Turkey. it has been in my bucket list for quite some time. I love the, I mean, from my reading, I love their culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, their landscapes and also the architecture. It's it's because usually in Europe, if you notice, every country they have yeah, that, that's one particular architecture, like Roman architecture in Europe. So in 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 Turkey, it's, it's known as the Ottoman uh, uh, architecture, and you can see you know all those uh, mosques, churches. There is like they have that as yeah. I want to see it myself, and also for the hot hair balloon ride in Cappadocia, Cappadocia. Ah, oh. all right. So, yeah. Wow, very interesting. So, as uh, just now, Arisha already told you guys to follow our uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, LinkedIn. So, that's it, I guess, for this week's episode. We'll see you again next week with a new topic and a new guest. Don't forget to stay safe and abide by the SOPs. I am Nikki. And I am Arisha, only on Happy Pips Healthy Chat. It's Pips Chat by IIUM TV. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and good night everyone. Good night, Dr. Roy. Thank you for being good night. here.